What's up, everybody? Good morning. It's your boy Q, and I'm here with the MTG crew, my boy Hendrix, and my girl Miss Most. Y'all, Most Swag is on time. Hair done froze over. <laughs> it's official. Hair froze over in the summertime. Good morning, crew. What's going on with you? Good morning, everyone. Mo, congratulations. Thank you. You all have you have completed another successful school year. Congratulations. Yeah. Are you I excited? For 14 hours. Mm. I no, because we have in service, so we gotta go back. Ain't that something? I ain't mad at you. You're not dealing with no curriculum. You're not dealing with grading papers. None of that. Yeah. So, congratulations to That's you, That's true. Mom. I'm dealing with that drive. Mm. Thank you. So, so y'all gonna y'all gonna remain at that school district? Am I correct in saying that y'all gonna Thank stay you. at that school district? I'm. Okay, Mo, you breaking up. Say it again. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Good job, Mo. Good job. What's going on, y'all? Y'all tell me what's up. How, how's the week going for y'all? What's, what's up? Catch me up. I'm, I'm just trying to recover from vacation. Let's hear about your vacation since you showed us the side. Okay, can you hear up. me? Yeah. Can y'all hear me? Can y'all hear me? Nobody want to hear about your vacation. Nobody want to hear about your vacation. Well, actually, Mo, it was not a vacation birthday. Right. I actually had to go down to St. Lucia for my buddy from college. It, it was his wedding. So the wedding and... It was a wedding? It's a destination... Was it was it a destination wedding? Yes, it was a destination wedding. Yes. Well, how was the wedding? It was a good wedding, I'm assuming, right? Yeah, I mean, considering no one wants to hear about a destination wedding in a beautiful place. <laughs> I wish I had controls because I would mute her ass right now. <laughs> so I could finish my thoughts. Oh. But yeah, it was a good wedding. Um, honestly, and we here in the rained. smog, ain't got no ocean, landlocked. Look, we we were out. It was a uh, it was supposed to be actually on the beach, but because it kept raining on and off, we moved the location. Uh, and we, it was good that we did because during the wedding it didn't rain. But you know, after weddings, you have like cocktail hour where the Bride and groom, they take their pictures, and then people kind of mix and mingle before the reception. So during the cocktail hour, it started pouring down rain. Now, there was another wedding on the opposite side of the resort, and they said, they said, freak it, we're going to chance it, and they did their wedding ceremony. It was great. No rain, nothing during cocktail hour because both the weddings were scheduled to happen at the same time just on opposite sides of the resort. 
So mm. during cocktail hour, like I said, it rained. Their their cake, everybody got wet. It was a whole shenanigan for that other party. But for us, because we just we played it safe, we didn't have any problems. We didn't have any problems. And then during the reception, um, it started raining a little bit. But because we had a a, a covered um, what do they call them things? Mo gondola? No pergola. I don't know. <laughs> they, it was covered. Um, so we were cool. Uh, and then the crazy part is the turn up was so real. Um, they had three other weddings come crash the wedding I was at because everybody was so crunk. But nobody cared, though. The bride and groom didn't care. They was like, forget it. Everybody having a good time? Come on. Come on and join us. Come on. Y'all have fun. Uh, the other wedding that was occurring at the same time, their guests had got all wet, so they went and changed, and then they came back down, and they saw, you know, the reception that we were at was jumping, so they just joined ours, and, you know, it ended up being, like, four wedding parties at one reception, and it was it was actually a good time. It was a good time. I'm, I'm glad I went. Um, you know, I don't That's like it. people like that, but I'm glad I went, because I went with a bunch of, you know, my college buddies and stuff, and right. it, was, it was a good time. So, all in all, a good time. Man, I'm glad you had a good time. Real, real quick, shout out to, um, um, let me get this, this young lady's name real quick. Uh, she is a, I wouldn't say a new MTG fan, but she also has her own podcast as well that um, I know that we're going to probably be getting together right here in Dallas. Miss Nakia Nipple, thank you so much for your, your, your uh, instant messages. I just got them, and um, yeah, charge to my head, not my heart. You know, I, I'm not on MassCast instant message a lot. So uh, you got the number, hit us up. We definitely gonna be getting together sometime soon. So you know, I can put your crew and my crew, and let's see what kind of craziness we can come up with because your crew look crazy too. So <laughs> it look crazy too. Let's let's do something this, this summer sometime. Maybe when we get back from break or something like that. Let's let's do it. Uh, Reggie, also the lupus walk is next Saturday, man. Let's let's talk about the the lupus walk. Uh, um, give us a little information so we can know what we need to do because you know we're not gonna be on live like this Saturday, but we'll be live at the walk. So yeah. what we got coming? Um, so really, all you need to do is just show up. It's at eight o'clock. Um, we got the address and stuff posted. Um, if if not, we'll post it down in the comments below. Um, you know, just show up and support. Um, y'all don't really know what people go through. Um, and I, I keep going back to, you know, the first time we did the lupus walk because it was, it was Q's first time. Like he saw me like dealing with it. Q had seen me dealing with it, but I didn't think he understood the, the, the severity. And, um, if, if you don't know, um, just come yeah. out and, and you will see, um, I know there's been a couple more people that have been recently diagnosed. Um, I'm encouraging them to come out. You know, they may not walk, but just come out for a, a support network, you know, um, because everybody's dealing with things in a different manner. Everybody does things differently. Uh, but it's, it's a great way to network and support each other. Uh, and then, like I said, you, you always have the option to donate, um, you know, anything, a dollar, five, ten. 20, 50, whatever 
just put on your heart. You can actually even donate at the Lupus Walk itself. So um, just go ahead and come out, uh, enjoy yourself, meet some good people. Uh, it's not going to last long. So, you know, it, it don't last long because everybody. It don't last long at all. Lupus, yeah. Lupus, people with lupus, you, you kind of in and out. You do your thing and you're gone. Because uh, most of us going to spend the rest of the day probably in bed. <laughs> That's just the reality of it. Uh, so, yeah, come on out. Join us. Um, like I said, we had a, information posted on the uh, Master Gas Entertainment Facebook page. It's on our Instagram, our Twitter. So, you know, if you don't have the information, go to one of our social media accounts and you can get the information real quick. Uh, we'll be posting it in the comments as well for this show. So, you know, catch the show. Go down in the comments. If you like and subscribe to us, you'll get all the notifications anyway. So it won't even be a problem. See, I see how I did that, y'all. Y'all like that smooth transition? <laughs> smooth transition. Smooth transition. Okay, so speaking of smooth transitions, real quick, Monique, most way. Um, today or tomorrow is yes, a sir. special day. Tomorrow, tomorrow is a special day. Would you let everybody know what tomorrow is? Okay. Tomorrow is Brianna Taylor's. Can you hear me? Yeah, but but you stuck like this in profile. <laughs> I got it, Q. So tomorrow is Brianna Taylor's birthday. Um you know, we, we want to make sure that we keep this young lady in our thoughts and prayers, her and her family, uh, because still to this day, no one has been held accountable for her death. Um, and it's a very, very sad thing when, you know, the people that are supposed to protect and serve us actually kill us. Now, being a black person in this country, it's not a surprise, but how are you in your home, not breaking any rules, not breaking any laws, and you still get killed by the police? It's a sad, sad situation, and nobody's being held accountable. So that's why we're going to keep this lady's young name uh, in the forefront, and we're going to do everything to make sure that she is not forgotten about, her and her family are not forgotten about, and until justice is served, we're going to keep saying her name, Brianna Taylor. Absolutely. Absolutely. Happy birthday, Brianna. Again, we we'll shout out to her family, um, her friends and loved ones. Again, you know, the, the uh, city of Louisville, Kentucky, you know, all the entire community as a whole, you know, it's a sad day, you know, that that has not happened. No one has been convicted at all. Nobody. And it's, it's, it's sad. But all love and our prayers go to her family. Yes. You know, and, and all that good stuff. And, you know, again, you know, we, we just got to be vigilant. We got to keep our eyes open and get your ass up and go vote. <laughs> Period. Get up yeah. and go vote. You, you got you got to do that. You got to do that. Speaking, speaking about that. And I know this is going to kind of switch things up a little bit. But um, now I have been seeing these stickers on gas stations with Joe Biden's picture talking about I did that, right? And I know really? who it is. Yeah, they got Joe Biden's sticker with his face talking about I did that and it's pointing to gas prices, right? Here's the thing. It's easy to blame the president. 
That's an easy right. one to do. But what those people refuse to realize is that when the Democrats in the House of Representatives and the Senate proposed a bill to prevent price gouging of oil and gas, guess how many Republicans voted for it? Not one. Zero. So it's not the president that did this. It's Republicans in the Congress that have prevented price gouging from occurring. And that's exactly what's going on. So you want to blame high gas prices on somebody? No. Look at your state representatives and the House of Representatives, your senators. If you're in a Republican state, they're the ones to blame. Point blank, period. End of story. So you want to blame the president for everything because he's not of your party. But when Trump was president, everything going on, you want to ignore it. Let's just be honest and keep it fair. You're going to judge, keep it fair, and use the same skill. And if that's the case, use that same judge and that, that same skill that you're judging at. Point it at yourself and see where you come out. Agreed. Definitely agree. Agree. Real quick, y'all, before t- today's show, today's show, Mo, I think you like this title. I think you might like it. Uh, loose lips sink ships. Loose lips sink ships. Now, before we get into, because y'all know we're going to talk about this DL and Monique situation, we're going to talk about it the best way that we know how to talk about it until Mo get her shit together. I'm going to take on out of that. But, but, but we're going to talk about it. But before we do that, I got something for y'all. Now, now this popped up on my, uh, popped up in the, in the, um, Popped up in the uh the group or whatever. I don't know what's going on with Mo. Popped up in the in the group or whatever uh that came to me. And this is an actual um ranking of cities and uh cities in the United States, the top fifty states who have the worst rat infestations. I am proud to say that Dallas is not one of them. <laughs> I ain't saying that Dallas don't have rats. I'm just saying that we are not one of them. But I'm gonna. I'm not gonna go through all 50 of them, Reggie. I'm not gonna go through all 50 of them. But I, what I really, really want to do is go through the top 10. You know, and I think that you know, if I can do the top 10 as soon as they finish loading, I think if I can do the top 10. Then, you know, it's going to give people an insight as to, you know, making sure that you can do your best to try to keep your place clean and invest in rat repellent. <laughs> I'm just saying. Okay, so it's, it, let me see. What is, are you going to take me all the way down? You're, are you going to give me my list? Let's see. We're going to do Rich. Let's see. I'm on, I'm, I'm on 44, so it, it's going down. But I can definitely tell you that it is 50 cities, including Houston. Albuquerque. I'm, I'm just thinking like Houston, but I like yeah, Galveston Bay, Kima. Yeah. yeah, that makes sense. I, I I can I can get that. And and let me see, Phoenix, Arizona, number forty three. I mean, who would have known Phoenix has a rat infestation? I mean that that's crazy. I mean that that is crazy. Charlotte, North no, Carolina, no. it's on there. I'm just like Charlotte. Charlotte is too pretty for that. I love Charlotte. You know, like for real. Okay, Mo is bopping her head like the old woman at the church. Like I'm ready to go now. <laughs> All right. Are so, you- 
Can you, you hear me? Yes. Yeah. So I'm I'm pulling up these top ten real quick, and as soon as they come on up, we we we'll go ahead and talk about it. But I I can't believe that. Well, I can't believe it. But I, New York is not number one. Mm -mm. New York is not number one, and and they number three, but they're not number one. <laughs> they're not number one. They're number three though. Right. <laughs> so they're not you, number one. Let me see. Let me, Portland, let me. Maine is one of my favorite cities too, which which I love to visit. But I, I can't believe that Portland, Maine have a red infestation. Well, let yes, can because they're on the water. Yeah. So let me let me let me put some to you to your brain real quick, right? Mm -hmm. Of the top 10 cities, which one is not near a major body of water, whether man-made or natural? Let's see. Oh, that's a that's a good one. That's a good one. So you tested my geography. My right. geographer. So you talk about Phoenix yeah, is on the list, right? You Phoenix think is on the list. Phoenix is on the list. And what other places you say? Um Albuquerque. Mm-hmm. Well, what you what you have to remember, these places are in the desert, quote unquote desert, right? But what you don't think about is right. the major waterway that feeds those areas. This is why Charlotte's on the list. This is why Portland's on the list. This is why Houston's on the list. A reason New York is on the list. So you got to think about this when you're taking all of this into account. They have major they have major water sources that are, and I'm not going to say stagnant per se, but they have places where water pools and doesn't flow well. Now, most people think, well, what about Dallas? Dallas isn't on the list. Why is that? But if you look at Dallas and the way Dallas and well, the DFW area is set up and the way the waterways are, you I, know, I the waterways, the major I, I waterways are, huh? I found Dallas. It's number yeah. twenty. Right. <laughs> but we're on a, we're on, we we're surrounded by water. Yeah. Right. That makes it, it, it's 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 not it's not a surprise at all. Because one of the things that you know vermin like is water. So you have major waterways, major water popular, you know, water um what's the word I'm looking for? Water pooling. But the reason Dallas and the DFW area is probably not as high. Is because our our water sources and the population are spread apart for the most part. They're not on mm -hmm. each other, on top of each other, right? So right. let's just say if DFW, you know, like downtown Dallas, you had a Trinity River flowing right around downtown Dallas, but then you have the levees and all this wide open space before you get to a populated area. That that's what happens. You look at some place like Portland and Houston and that that water is right next to major population centers. This is why they have a huge rat infestation. And of course, New York New is like New Orleans. New Orleans. Yeah, yeah, it, it, it's the same. So, no, I, like I said, in any of those top ten that do not have a major water system right next to them, I, I it's not gonna happen. I, 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 gonna happen. Say, I got the top ten. <clears throat> ten number ten yeah. is Cleveland, Ohio. Water, uh, water, water. Like like right on the water, right mm -hmm. on the water. Number nine, Ooh. Denver, Colorado. Again, waterways right water. on the water. Yeah, water. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's number nine. Oh yeah, Detroit. Again, the little D. 
Little That's D. a little D, not the big D. We the big D. They the little D. <laughs> water. <laughs> a lot of water. A lot of water. Chicago. Where's Chicago? Mo, oh, Mo, give me a minute. Stop ruining the surprise. Philly. Well, I you you t you, you read slow. No, Philly. I, I'm going Ooh, according Philly. to how yeah. my the page is loading, Mo. Philly is number seven. Let me see. Number six. Oh wow. Baltimore. Be more. Yeah. Makes sense. Five is San Francisco. Ooh, yes. Yes. Four, of course. Yeah. Washington, DC. Yeah. I know that. Number three, New York yeah. City. Oh, yeah. Like I oh, said. Yeah. Number two, LA. Los Angeles, yeah. California. And number one, the city that has the most rat infestation, Chicago, Illinois. New Orleans. Shot down. Yeah, Chicago. I can't believe that. Well, you know you what know what it is? All them dead bodies in them houses. <laughs> I didn't see that one. I didn't see that coming. Even though you you read slow, I didn't see that coming. Chicago's number one, Mo. Chicago is number one. All right. But, so um, and again, Q, Q, I didn't see the list. But what do all those cities have in, in common? Water. Right on water. water. A lot of water. So so we, we didn't mention on last week, we talked about the school shootings in Uvalde, Texas a little bit. Uh, just to let uh, you guys know, uh, just a slight update on that real quick. Uh, the actual uh, Uvalde student staff, this is according to uh, KXANNBC.com. Uh, um, uh, that Uvalde students and staff will not return to Rob Elementary School uh, after the uh, superintendent, Dr. Hal uh, Harrell, has announced uh, that they will be tearing the school down. Uh, so they will not be returning to the school. Um, they're shutting the school down because, Mo, safety hazard. And check this out, Mo, that say that the school was just about already inhabitable. So you mean to tell me now, Mo? Now, Mo, you a teacher? You mean to tell me, Mo, that they'll let these kids go to school in places that are not that are damn near condemned? And if the shooting wouldn't happen, you mean to tell me you would have turned around and sent them kids right back to that same dirty ass school? Is that what you're telling me? Is that what y'all saying? I, I don't understand the question because Flint still has dirty water. Hit that bell. Hold on. Let me get my bell. Name of the show, Loose Lips loose Sink Ships. I don't understand, Mo. So, so Flint don't have no water. They do have rat infestation. They are on the list. But but they don't have no water. Clean water. And, and drinking water. Drinking water. Drinking water. And you've already got regular schools. Somebody have to go shoot people up for y'all to do away with a condemned building, damn it! Great job, Rick. You know, I, I just great job. Fucking great job. Sometimes, sometimes, Q, your questions I know are rhetorical, but okay. Now I'm going to. We always follow the money, right? And you consider the source, right? So let's follow the money. Are those kids black, brown, or white? 
they're brown. Okay. I don't understand where your question came from. I'm just saying, Mo, because Uvalde, not only that Uvalde, what, what, what county some people in? Whatever county Uvalde is in, that that city alone, Mo, has not only voted for Donald Trump, but they voted for Greg Abbott. You say follow the money. They what? They voted. Majority of that county voted for Donald Trump. And Greg Abbott in the last governor. They don't. They race. don't have no money in that in Uvalde. Well, yeah, they vote for him because they because they stupid. They vote for him because they believe they're better than the, and that oh. they won't be treated like the. But oh. instead, they don't have any money. That their their property taxes are low, so their their salaries for their teachers and staff and administrators are lower than the neighboring counties, but you know, you're going to send your prayers out to them. You're going to hope that they do better. And what's going to happen is nothing. Agreed. Definitely agreed. Mom. I mean, um, I mean, everybody keeps talking about all these mass shootings and how this is horrible and the bombings, but what about the 19 kids in Oklahoma city? Yeah. And I and I ain't even gonna mess with y'all and make y'all Google the four little black girls in the church bombing. Nobody was mm-hmm. you know cared about that. So I mean we we taught y'all we told y'all that they were killing kids and y'all still didn't care whether they use AKs, whether they use bombs, whether like the man in uh, in with the school children with the Amish, they don't care. They didn't even care about the kids in Connecticut. And those folk had disposable income and dollars. And that was a really nice, nice, nice school district. I'm talking about money-wise and per capita and when you're spending per child. But, honey, look, the only time they'll care, evidently they don't care when kids get killed because they keep killing them. But the only time they're going to care is when it hurts their pockets. That's all. We have to accept it, we have to pray for it, and we have to move on. It makes no sense. You can't make it make sense because it's all about dollars. They don't care. When y'all understand that they don't care about you, decisions. Yep. I agree. No? I agree. I agree. So shout out, you know, and prayers again to all of the families out there in Uvalde. You know, that's the only thing we can do is sending our condolences and prayers and pray to God that nothing like that happens again. But however, unfortunately, I can say securely without even blinking too much that this will happen again. We don't know where, we don't know when, but it's going to happen again. And and somebody said at one time I heard that, that, you know, this, they won't care until it happens to their children. Well, they probably won't. They That's probably not true. Won't. That's not true. They probably They're not going to care because it don't, like Mo said, it don't attack their pocketbook. So Agreed. this is why I be telling people, like, it, it's good to be emotional about stuff and it's good to be, like, passionate. But at the end of the day, big money moves don't give a damn about feelings. Big money moves care about making money and that's it. 
So until you start impacting pocketbooks, ain't nobody gonna give a damn. And they they gonna say, oh, we send our thoughts and their prayers, and oh, it's a mental health issue. Look here, explain to me why. Again, I go down this list again. Dude had a seventy thousand dollar pickup truck, no driver's license. He bought each one of those ARs that he bought cost five grand a piece. Then he had body armor. So you're looking at easily 150 grand. And you 18. You don't mm -hmm. have a driver's license. Mm -mm. But where you get 150 grand from? From your grandparents who are trying to appease who are trying to appease mm -hmm. you because when the mother was um when the mother was interviewed, she looked like a poster child for crema, crack and meth together. She looked like when you looked up crack and you looked up meth, crema, and you saw her picture right there. She couldn't spend a sentence together for nothing. And I was like, you know the boy was the boy. He was doomed before the beginning. It was it was ridiculous. And that grandma and grandpa. And then when the grandpa, the grandfather was was interviewed, he's like, I feel sorry because you know we grew up with most of those kids. You know, those are grandkids of of his uh, generation. And mm -hmm. he's like, Well, I'm just going to try to see about my wife in the hospital. She's in critical condition, man. If you don't get it, why would you answer that? Why would you say that? I, I know there are people who are not very wet. You know, he was in the moment, but just shut up. Don't tell me how 19 people, 19 kids are killed, but you're just trying to go home, trying to go to the hospital to see your uh, your wife mm. who was shot in the face because y'all yeah. gave that boy everything he wanted? Mm -hmm. Because y'all right. didn't do right by his mom? Mm -hmm. But you know yeah. what? I digress. I'm a, and, different. I'm a little different. I know I'm hard. Here's the funny part, though. And it's not funny, but this is the interesting part, right? So they had this thing, you know, in Tulsa just a few days ago. There was another yeah. man yes. at, at, at a hospital, right? Yes. And they thinking, oh, well, this time a black guy did it, so it's going to be changes. Nope. It's not going to be any changes. Again, Big money moves don't give a damn because and again he bought his he, yeah he bought his guns two hours before two hours okay Reggie what am I doing wrong because when me. I go buy mine I mean not that I have any not that I have any Reggie but when I go to the place I got to go to the computer answer the questions which are stupid and I still have to wait GT distributors made me wait eight may have made me wait eight months for. Uh, a particular piece they may have i mean that's what i hear but hey I, I don't i don't get to walk in and walk out like i'm walk, walk, like i'm going to Coles and buying some shoes i don't get that is what am i doing wrong reggie what what, well, what what here's here's the thing um and this is where i i'm a firm believer in having uh background checks done and making people have insurance However, if you are, depending on the, the state that you're in, right, it depends on the, the gun laws. So some gun laws, they will do an instantaneous background check on you. If nothing comes up, you know, they'll only do a local background check. They won't do a federal background check. Um, 
So for me, because I am licensed to carry, then I can walk in any store and I can get a, you know, I can get a firearm and walk out in probably about an hour, just depending on how long it takes me to do the paperwork and how long it takes to process payment. But there's been a background check done on me as well. There's been a thorough background check that gets done every five years because I have to renew my license. Um, okay, so I need, okay, so I need the license because I think me and the ATF man are dating because, honey, when I tell you that they had so many questions and I know that paperwork goes through, I thought I was going to get a birthday gift from him because I was like, baby, it's been eight months. Can I get, I mean, I thought I was going to get a birthday gift. I no, really no, did. no, you, you, you was making a baby, Mo, making a baby. <laughs> I really was, I really was. And then, you know, and then Reggie, sometimes I heard, I'm not sure. If the modifications have to be made, you know, then it takes a little longer. But me, the ATF, and GT distributors, I think we're, I think it's a threesome, a thruple, a threesome or something. Because it takes me forever. When I, yeah. Yeah, I go well, in there and you know what, Q, I'm going to start doing a GT distributor. Well, I'm going to start going in there and take my lunch. I'm just going to take my lunch. Yeah. We'll see. And here's or here's take the Starbucks. Well, yeah, here's the funny part, Mo. So, yeah. like, when I go up in there, they know me, and they already have my information on file. So I just have to repeat the information for the, you know, the firearm that I'm deciding to purchase at that point in time. They got all my information on file. It runs, honestly, I'm looking at maybe, like I said, maybe an hour from the time I walk in the door to the time I walk out, and it's just depending on how crowded it is and how long it takes me to fill out the paperwork. Uh, but it's mm -hmm. not easy. However, it shouldn't be that easy for just a random person to do. It. Like if you have background checks, you have all these things in place, and that, that's not going to stop everything, right? You got to look at it as the 80-20 rule. If you have all these hurdles in right. place that'll help stop a, a large percentage, things will go down. The other thing that I feel like right. we need to start doing is just like you have a car, you have to get car insurance. You have to get that vehicle inspected on a regular basis. I don't see why you don't have fire. Well, they offer firearm insurance, but it's not required. You should have to do firearm insurance and have to get them inspected on a regular basis. You can have it, but you have to go through all these hurdles. And there's no way, for me at least, like you buy a new firearm and you go buy a, you know, you buy a new firearm, nobody knows about you, and then you go buy like 500 rounds of ammo. That should be a red flag. It should be a red flag. Now, you go in and you buy a firearm and you do like, you know, 50, 100 rounds, but you need to break the, the firearm in. That's normal because, okay, you got to break it in. You got to shoot. And it's not that big of a deal. But people that are not gun owners and aren't in the realm, they think that having, oh, they had 100 rounds. They had like a stockpile. A hundred rounds is two boxes of ammo. If you're doing a pistol, it's five boxes of ammo. If you're doing a rifle, that's not a lot of ammo. Most of the time, mm -hmm. when I go to the gun range, I blow through easily two, three hundred rounds, easy. And that's not that's without even thinking. And, about. and especially if you, especially if you're out in the country, from what I hear, every yeah. time because the targets keep getting further and further, and you know when you wear glasses, you'd be like, wait, where's the target? I mean, so from what I heard, that's what right. I, I was listening so, to the people. And this is the other thing. <laughs> this is the other thing, Mo. Let's just say you have 
you have an optic or you have a scope on your yeah, come on, firearm. Man. Come on. You you have an optic or a scope on your firearm. That takes you about 10 to 15 rounds to get it zeroed in to where, you know, you it's good. So that doesn't matter whether you're hunting or, you know, whatever sport right. you're using it for, uh, or even if you're just shooting for fun, as you know, a hunt of shooting. I mean, the sport of shooting. Uh, it takes you about 15 right. to 20 rounds to kind of zero your firearm in to get it accurate. So when you start thinking about well, all now, these numbers, yeah, it, it uh, you know, 100 rounds is not a lot. It really isn't. It's not. And then when you when you're trying to zero that little thing in with that little that little cross thing, it always helps. Thank you, Jesus, that you got somebody <clears throat> who who's a sharpshooter in the military. Because you'd be like, what? Why is the, the things not? You know, once again, a hundred round, rounds gone. They'd be like, oh, we don't like taking you. That's what I heard. They don't like taking you places out in the country. Yeah. When you know. Well, y'all, tell y'all what, real quick, we're going to take a real quick break. When we come back, we're going to go ahead and we're going to, huh? What'd you say, Mom? Oh. You want to talk about your friend, Monique? Yeah, let's talk about it. You want to talk about your friend, Monique? Yeah, we're going to talk about it. We're going to take a break first because I got to take a break with this one. Yeah. Let's take a break. We'll be right back. I'm going to play the. We're gonna play uh um um uh, happy hour with Hendrix uh video real quick. Uh make sure you check out Happy Hour with Hendrix on Wednesday nights on this coming Thursday. This stupid is real. I will have a special guest on my show this week, y'all. It's gonna be good because we we're gonna talk about it this week. But y'all hang well, on. At least, have a guest. at least you're gonna have a guest on your show since you forgot about mine. All right, let's take a break now. Yeah, hands up, hands up in the air today, got me down. I keep it on it, they crunching the numbers, I'm looking out. Young nigga got a fetish for success. If I ain't next and I just leave impression. Next to rain, on the window pane, puppy plain Jane. Let him second guess me when I cop the pores with the pores of the skin. Rip the wheels at the horses. Why they trash the chore on my list? Added this all, but I saw with the pen. I'm eating good, Miss Caloric is shit. I sipped the potion and poured it in. I own the title, she poured it. Opportunity, knock at the door, then I grin. They rush for the doors, then it open like this. Didn't I fix that? I thought I fixed that. And then I changed your music. I did all that, didn't I? Why, why, why didn't it do right? Because you know. didn't hit the button that says update. But anyway, let's go on with this. Let's talk about your friend Monique, because you want to talk about this. And I've and I didn't because one of one, first of all, she got my name and she's disgracing it. Second of all, she only want to wear that one jail ponytail. Third of all, she lost pounds and she thinks she's better than everybody else. Fourth of all, I like DL. Fifth of all, I like Oprah. Sixth of all, I love Tyler Perry. And seventh of all, I love Lee Daniels. But go ahead, talk about your friend, because that's your friend. Let's let's talk about the great Monique the comedian. So let's talk about it. So of course you guys know on last Saturday there was an issue or an incident, of course, where Monique decided, Monique the comedian, okay, Monique Hicks. You know, that's what's on the contract. That's what's on the contract. I didn't make it up. It was out there on the contract. I got all I got all the proof I need if I need to, all over there on the messenger. However, she decided to voice her opinion about her not being the headline of the show. 
came after fellow comedian D.L. Hughley in regards to whatever particular type of promotion issues, whether she was the headliner or not. Uh, also, this is turning into a huge thing because, of course, uh, uh, not only in addition to Monique coming after D.L. Hughley or whatever case it is, but as Mo said, she mentioned other names like Lee Daniels, Tyler Perry, Steve Harvey, and the Oprah, and I believe the list goes on. So now everybody is saying, well, they're, 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 everybody's like two, it's, it's about into two, or maybe three. I'm probably in the third bunch. Me, quite frankly, I don't give a damn where I'm at in the show as long as I get my money. That's where I'm at with it. People say Monique is right. Other people say DL is right. I don't give a damn who's right, really, honestly. However, what I do care about is Mo. I have to agree with Mo on this. Now, Reggie might disagree, but he might agree. I don't know. I just need her to get somewhere and sit the fuck down. That's all I just need her to do, just get somewhere and sit the fuck down. I'm, I'm just really sick of it, quite frankly. Um, listen, Mo. You have to understand that you can't get into it with everybody. You should take a man. Allegedly, Mo. You got to say allegedly because you. No, she. No, no, no. She needs to take her meds. And let me tell you why. If everybody is in the wrong and they're only wronging you, then you better look at yourself. She 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 dogged out her family because she was molested. Okay. But then she blamed Oprah because she let them come on the show. But you knew they were coming on the show. That's why you agreed to do this. You do this film that talks about molestation. Obviously, it had triggers for you. But then you blame the people because you didn't want to do what you had to do to get the Oscar. But you get the Oscar. Then you get upset because you don't get the money. It's an independent. The Oscar is supposed to be a segue into you getting other work. Right. But you dogged out the most popular black people in Hollywood. And you expect people to come to you. You don't have any acting chops. The independent movie sold itself because it was talking about molestation it was an independent you didn't have to have box offer impressiveness so mo you don't think that her her tenure on the parkers because i think you remember the parkers a spinoff of brand uh, moesha back in the day that would not have qualified her acting chops at that point i'm just asking the question because you know you know we got to play sit- so we can try to hit a, sit- a sitcom that wasn't on one of the top three networks are you kidding me are you kidding me it wasn't on nbc it wasn't on cbs it wasn't on abc it was on the cw with a frog Remember, it was UPN first, but with the big U and the P in the end. That's, that's, that's even worse. It was on UPN. UPN, mm-hmm. UPN, UPN network. Like, you um, people need a real station. Now, what I'm trying to tell you. <laughs> okay. Good God. Okay. <laughs> I mean, this would have sufficed as her beginning of, you know, her beginning of something. But she continues, and, and this is the 
This is what a lot of successful people do. Now, listen to me. Listen to me, people, because I'm not just talking about Monique. Um, when you get to a level of success, you shoot yourself in the foot. But we people who are not in Hollywood, we do the same thing. Mm -hmm. We do well in our jobs and then we shoot ourselves in the foot. Because we're afraid of not failing, we're afraid of the success and how much it took to get there. So we know we have to do even more. So that's what a lot of people do. It is it's 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 so obvious what she's doing. But mm -hmm. let me tell you what she has done. She tries to rope in black women and she calls us sis. And I want to tell her, my mom and daddy only had two children. I'm not related to you. And because you're a black woman, Monique, or a black American woman, I'm not coming to your defense because you have to give me some supporting documentation. You got played. Monique, why would you think that you would be a headliner with Dale Hughley? How would you think his, his radio show has over 4 million listeners a day? A day. Your, your YouTube IG has 400. It's not the same, sis. Now you want to call sis. It's not the same. His outreach is astronomical. Much more than yours, Monique. My outreach is more than yours, Monique, and that's sad. But my thing is, when you talk to advertisers, Monique, the comedian, when you talk to advertisers and you speak DL versus Monique, I, well, I guess you can't, Monique, because you don't have no advertisers. You can't tell me that you thought in your little mind, even though you lost weight, that you were a headliner. Linnell could be a headliner more so than you. Come on now. This is like that. Like if she and Cedric the Entertainer. But you know what, Mo? But see, that's not her first time, though, dogging out other black comedians. Because you remember back a couple of years ago, Cheryl Underwood was, you know, she she is on the uh, the uh, the talk on um, CBS. And remember, Cheryl Underwood said she heard a conversation. They didn't even know she was on the phone when they was talking about her being on the Queens of Comedy and the things that she heard Monique say about her. And it was just like, but so is this the way that we're going to do things? Is this the way that we're going to behave? And, and you and you call black women sweetie and baby and my sugar dumps and all this kind of stuff. But then I'm sorry. I don't know about y'all, but I'm just really, really tired. Every time somebody black do something, everybody got to be roped into the shit. I'm sick of that shit. Hold that person accountable for what they do. Reggie, your tongue is burning. I can tell what you got. Look here. <clears throat> it's only so many times you can scream wolf before everybody starts realizing you full of shit. You want to do, let's go blow for blow, right? Let's go blow for blow. DL, has he had major movie appearances where he was the center character? No, he has not. Has he been in several movies? Yes, he has. Um, how many shows has DL Hughley done? Like TV shows. Think about that. Movie. He's played a few roles here and there. But DL has 
one thing and he focuses on that one thing beyond anything else. His focus is he's a stand-up comedian and he tells you this time and time and time again. Everything else that he gets is a derivative of him being a stand-up comedian because that is his main focus. D.L. Hughley, the, one of the original kings of comedy. Who argued them men that was on that stage? Who mm. could argue them men that was on that stage? Nobody. Nobody could argue. You had Cedric the Entertainer. You had D.L. Hughley. You had Bernie Mac. You had Bernie Mac. If Bernie Mac was still alive, and she would have said something like that. She, he would have, he, she. I can't say it. I know, but this is the thing. If there's any doubt in your head to where you are not the best, then you're not the best. The other thing is you have to understand is that most people that are considered the best. They look up and they're getting all the accolades when they're looking around like, I ain't even did my best shit yet. Wait and see what I got for it. See, you, this, and this is the problem that America, well, people in the U.S. have. You get to a certain level and you think, okay, I made this level. Now I can turn it off and I can cope. Just because you graduate high school doesn't mean you are a success. Just because you graduate college doesn't mean you're a success. Just because you get a PhD doesn't mean you're a success. That is the bottom level of the next level where you have to elevate again, right? Mm -hmm. So once you pass these milestones, they're markers. So you then, at this point, you have to buckle down and start all over again. Because just right. like when you're a freshman in, in high school, you're in a whole new territory. You're a freshman in college. You're in whole new territory. When you enter your first job after after school or what have you, you enter in a whole new realm. You may get to elevate it to a certain level, and that's great, and I'm not knocking it. But once you get to that level, you have to buckle down and start over again, and the grind continues. It cannot stop because you reach a certain point, and then it's like, oh, I'm going to put it on cruise control. No. That's what happens to has-beens. Mm. Miss Montgomery, real quick, she says, I'm not agreeing with her behavior, but can we play devil's advocate for a quick minute and address the comments that DL made about her husband? I'm just curious about the alleged statements that she says he made about her and her husband. Okay. Oh. No, I'm going I'm to I'm cut you off right there. And okay, I, I feel where she's coming from. I feel, I feel you, Miss Montgomery. But watch this. If Monique hadn't opened her mouth. Right. Uh, about his daughter, his wife, and him That's being right. DL gay down low. Right. See, Again, this is what I tell people. That's why I tell it. Get tell to it. the root cause. Reggie. Because if, if you take care of the root cause, then none of the other stuff matters. At the end of the day, Monique opened her damn mouth and she shouldn't have. If she didn't want to do the show, because she felt a certain type of way, walk away. How hard would it have been for you to walk away? Right? Well, it real walk hard, away. real hard with that girdle on. But I'm gonna tell you one thing. 
And this is because <laughs> she was running across that stage like, girl, I know that's the only time you ran. But all I'm saying is. Be very careful of when and I'm and I'm telling this for folk. I'm just saying because somebody tried to come for me the other day. And Reggie, between me and you, let me tell you what they told a co-worker. What they told say? a co-worker. Help me, Jesus. Whew. They told a co-worker that I didn't think Monique was that smart. I am surprised. Mm. <laughs> Mo, I, I understand, Mo. And you probably want to choke the shit out of him. But, you know, hey. No. What did you do? What did you do? You walked away well, from me, right? Well, no, not yet. Cause no, see, I don't think she did. I they told me this in front of a group of people, and I said, "Oh, really? Haven't told my husband yet." Cause, whoo, but um, I think you just told. You me. You, let me tell you how you come for. <laughs> this is how you come for me or anyone who's in my family. You don't. I'm gonna tell Ms. you how now I gotta make now I gotta make you a project. No. Miss Montgomery says no. She said these are comments she said DL made about her and her husband years ago. Okay, so uh -huh. I think I know what No, she's I know exactly about. what she's talking about. I know exactly what she what when she, she call him about. daddy. When she call him daddy, that's nasty. Right. Now again, she talking about the comments that DL made. You remember when, when everything first started happening with the boycott with Netflix? I think that that's what yeah. But again, but again, Monique opened her mouth and she came after DL first. Right? So if, if you if if there's any commonality here, watch this. All these issues that's popped up with Monique, if she had kept her mouth closed, how many how much of this shit would come out? See, that's we wouldn't even known about the contract. None. Right. Yeah. So this is the root cause of all of this. She she opening her damn mouth when she shouldn't be. You talking instead of okay, because see, real people that's gonna really be about their money, they ain't gonna talk about it. They're gonna okay, they're gonna spot you. Okay, I see how you move. I ain't fucking with you no more. I'm gonna go grind over here. Fuck what you and you doing. See, you don't let your words speak for you, right? You gotta let your actions speak. Because when your actions speak for you, you ain't gotta say a goddamn thing. Then let me tell you, and something. that's why Wait, I haven't I, responded to that Peckerwood. <laughs> Did you say Peckerwood, Mo? <laughs> because, and, and you know what? I'm, 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 I want to even add to that to say this: If Netflix didn't work, fuck it, Hulu will, mm. Paramount will. But only if you, only if you're funny, only if you're not difficult to work with. What, no, I, saying, I think she's funny, but she I think she's very difficult she to work with. You think she's funny? I think she's funny. I, 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 I'm, you know I'm gonna I'm show y'all. Hold on, I'm gonna show y'all she's full of shit. Gary Owen, Mark Hurd. Guess yes. where they still do shows at? They still do a circuit on comedy club. They still do comedy club circuits. Period. Yep. Not no huge mm -hmm. venues, just small intimate setting. They they still do this. Mark Curry 
has been doing it. He comes to Dallas twice a year. Gary Owens comes to Dallas three times a year. And yes. I know because at I'm fans at, at the yes. Arlington Improv, right? Improv. Now, he won't do the Addison Improv anymore. He go to the Arlington Improv. Because <laughs> that's his people. That's what his people are. And right. them tickets are $100, so I heard. I don't know. Right. He's going to be here but, this month, ain't he? Yeah. 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 So, so this, this is what I'm saying. Here's the other thing. Cat Williams, right? Cat Williams comes to, to Texas once a year, every year, at the CU Trust Verizon Theater, whatever they calling that motherfucker, right? He does they one, change the names. Right. He does one big show every single year. But if you're a real fan of comedians, Cat Williams is in Dallas four to five times every single year. Mm-hmm. That's the part you don't see. You don't see the grind and the hustle that leads up to that. You just want to skip all that and get to the big show. No, you can't do that, right? You have to do the grind. And see, I'm a fan of comedy. I, I'm not one for music concerts. That's that's not my thing. But you go to comedy shows and concerts like that, I'm on them. And I know these people. Pre-COVID, you could probably catch me at a comedy show once a month, right? But here's the thing. I've seen comedians that have great shows. Mike Epps still does a comedy circuit. D.L. Hughley still does. Cedric the Entertainer, when he has times, because he's he's expanded his business venture to include so many things, but he doesn't do it as much. But guess what? He's not doing these huge venues. He's doing like the like, like I said, at the improv and stuff like that, where they're doing these circuits around the country. So they're staying in touch with with current events, staying in touch with their audience, and they're continuing to do this. Mm -hmm. This is what she's missing. You have to continue to grind. I'm sorry. I have no love and no respect or no sympathy for because you want the you want the praise without the hard work. That's just like all these people. These kids getting trophies for participation. No, your ass get a blue ribbon, sit your ass down somewhere, and if you want a trophy, work harder. Work hard. That's you right. Want a trophy, work harder. Be a ribbon. A ribbon. You need to be in the picture and call it a day. That's it. If you didn't produce, just be in the picture and call it a day. You don't get no ribbon. You don't get no trophy. You don't get no certificate. You're in the picture and you're like, you'll try harder next year. Because right. we're with a global economy. We're the only country who whose children only speak one language and don't do that very well. Because they still have dangling participles. But I'm trying to say, Monique should do the improv a little more because the chicken wings are good. You would think she'd want to be there a little bit more and the nachos are good at the improvs across the United States. I kind of thought fish with rice is kind of good, but I, she don't look like a fish with rice kind of fit. She looked like a big chick, and I think that she would probably like the wings. So that's why she should do the improv. But Monique, so, the best of luck to you. Take your meds and have a nice day. So I'm going to say this. And then this, this so I'm gonna, I'm gonna say, I like to use myself as an example. That I don't just talk about the shit, I be about the shit, right? Q, you went to high school with me. You know all the accolades. How often did I go around high school bragging about that shit? Barely. I mean, you didn't brag really at all. But when people try to give you credit, you be like, mm, I'm good, man. We just it's a team effort. It's that it's all us. It's not just me, it's everybody.
and and then I'm gonna just tell you what happened. So at, at my job, we just passed, you know, we passed this, you know, huge audit. Everybody's like, oh, they're giving me praise. And it's like, it ain't me. I'm just the front man, right? It ain't me. It's a my whole team, team effort. That's like that's right. I work in quality and audits are how me and my department get graded. But if you do your job day in and day out, right? An audit is not that big of a deal. Most people think, oh shit, we got an audit coming up. No, if you do your job day in and day out, you do it right every single time. You ain't worried about an auditor coming in. You don't give a damn. So mm -hmm. people think, oh, the FDA coming to audit, the Texas Department of Health coming to audit. Oh, you have an NSF audit, you have a USP audit, all these. I don't give a shit about none of them audits. You know what I prefer, you know how my preparation for an audit is? It's clearing out my calendar and clearing out my to-do list so I have as little to do as possible doing that audit. So I can focus totally on that audit. The actual audit and the documents and stuff that they want, 90% of the time, I have all that shit on a the cart. They say, oh, today's the audit day. I wheel all that shit in on one cart and say, boom. And I'm just dropping down binders in front of their ass. Here you go. Here you go. Here you go. Because I do my job day in and day out. See, that's mm -hmm. where success is. That's what this generation is missing. That's what Monique is missing. You got to do the shit day in and day out. Fuck the dumb shit. Fuck the accolades. Do the shit day in and day out. If that's really what you're about, do the shit day in and day out, and your work will speak for itself. You don't have to go around bragging on yourself, right? Because other people will do the bragging for you. Let your work right. speak for itself. Put your ass, put your head to the grind, ignore the bullshit, go get yours. The accolades will come. But if you're always searching for the accolades, you have the wrong focus and you're never going to be what you truly could potentially be. And, 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 now, and I'm going to just throw this in there real quick. See, that's why you can't lose. That's why loose lips sink ships. How'd you, how did you lose your baggage residency? Loose lips. You see what I'm saying? Loose yep. lips. Running your damn mouth when it was unnecessary. And instead, just like Reggie say, listen, it's an audit coming. Reggie, do, you do your work behind the scenes, so that way, when it's time to present, you can present. You do your, it should have did a work. Don't rely and relax on the Oscar. Because guess what? Holly Berry still had to work hard when she got hers. Didn't she? Yep. I mean, maybe, maybe it's just me. Just because you got that nice, pretty gold trophy in your hand, that does not set you up for success. You got to work for it. You have to work for it. All of us got to work for it. And, mm -hmm. and, and my thing is, you got to, you, you can't be in a place to say that I'm Monique and I have an Oscar and I've done this. For one fucking movie that's damn near 10 years old, Gabri, Gabri, uh, Gabri I'm going to call her Gabby because I can't really pronounce her name. Sit back. Thank you, Mo. She's been on American Horror Story. She's been on several different motion pictures, movies, grinding hard and hard. Just because you're gonna move with Mariah Carey when she played a, 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 a broke down looking ass white woman, that that don't that don't mix. That do, that does not equate to the success that that she knows that she can have. And you going around here and you calling a man your husband, daddy. Let me let me flip this though. But then you turn around and you tell black women that black men should not run their lives. Help me understand 
that. But daddy, he run everything. That's why I told you she needed she needed chicken wing with blue cheese in her mouth because she always talking. Just eat something and shut up. Just look, eat something and shut up. So just eat something and shut up. Look, I'm gonna tell you like this. I'm gonna say this, and I'm I'm done with it. And we over yeah, we an hour, so I think we need we to go ahead and finish. Yeah, we do. Um, for for everyone out there, right? You have to understand that, and I'm I'm not gonna say just me, but look at any industry, right? Look at those that are icons in the music industry. Look at Michael Jackson. Look at Prince. Look at YouTube. Look at Kiss. And it, it, I'm gonna go across the spectrum, right? So no matter what our listeners listen to, you look at these artists. Look at when they got their awards, and then look at how they changed after. See, real people that are doing it for the love, they get better. Don't believe me? Watch this. Perfect example in the music industry: Maxwell. Maxwell don't drop an album just because they won't. But every time Maxwell drops an album, how many albums has Maxwell dropped that have not gone multiple times platinum? Zero. Every single album. Every single album this man has dropped has gone platinum. Maxwell disappears. He's not in the limelight. This man goes and grinds and even at his last concert that he did here in DFW, he was like, hey, I got a new album coming. It's on the way, but it ain't right yet. It's not right yet. And until it's right with me, I'm not releasing. That's his passion. So when you listen to this man's music, right, you listen to his music, you can feel the passion in his music about the topic. Every single song on I can't think of one Maxwell album that you can't listen to from the beginning to the end and not every one of them damn songs on their head. But how many Grammys has this man won? How many Emmys? Mm -hmm. Think about this. He's not doing it for these trophies that people say, oh, you've made it. He's doing it because his fans, the people that actually matter to him, those are the ones he's trying to please. Those are the only ones that matter. Absolutely. Those are the that only matter. ones that That's matter. Right. And, and when, when you do That's it right. that way, you refocus your energy to say, hey, I'm not trying to satisfy everybody. I'm only trying to satisfy a select few. And when I su- satisfy this select few, whoo, he going to make money. That man don't worry about making money. How, how many times you've been to a Maxwell show or heard about a Maxwell show coming to, coming to Dallas or Atlanta or anywhere? That hasn't been sold out weeks in advance. Weeks in advance. Isley Brothers. The Isley Brothers put on a show. Isley Brothers cover multitudes of generations. When when the Isley Brothers put on a show that wasn't sold out? Never. They always sell out. Because those are baby making people. I like Luther Vandross. We got a little shaky with little Luther. It wasn't no shaky. Y'all just jealous. Y'all was just jealous because Luther was gay. He's going to be getting all the women. That's right. But anyway, the point of the matter is 
Luther is dead and can still sell out more than Monique the comedian can. That's where I was going, Mo. You beat me to it. You beat me to it, Mo, but that's exactly where I was going. That's where I was going, Mo. Yes, he can. Yes, he can. He could headline. He could headline. Everybody, thank you so much for uh, watching the show on today. Real quick, before we give our encouraging words, I just want to send a quick shout out to my girl, Corey Coco Goff. She is currently number 18 in the world, talking about tennis, uh, and she has made her first French Open final. And I'm so excited for her. She's 18 years old. She's the first teenager to make a Grand Slam final since Maria Sharapova, who was 17 back in 2004. She started her career when she beat Venus Williams at the age of 15 years old at Wimbledon. And it took her three years, Reggie, but she has finally made her Grand Slam appearance. I am so excited for her. She is going to be kind of, her name is Coco Golf. She's going to be uh, kind of on my radar, of course, after Serena Williams and Venus Williams kind of go ahead and retire. I definitely like to make sure that I'm looking at her, Francis Tiafo, Madison Keys, Sloan Stevens, all of these formidable athletes out there that I'm in love with. You know, I just want to wish her the best today because I'm going to be tuning in to see if you win your first Grand Slam. And let's do, let's give our encouraging words. Mom, so with you first. I love that cap, by the way. I think we need to get a cap that says Q, M, and R. I think that that, that would be great for us to have a cap that color. But let's get your encouraging words. I'm going to go to Hendricks, and then we'll close it out. All that good stuff. What you got? M for mo momentous mo. So this is what I need people for the summer to understand. They need to understand this because they're not getting it. People are not going to like you. But you still wake up anyway. You still go to sleep. You still got your bills. You Look, I tell people all the time when they tell me they don't like me. One, you can get in line by your height, your weight, your first or last name, but you're going to get in the line of a long people who don't like me from Greensboro, North Carolina, through Houston, Texas to Dallas. It's a line, people. It's a line of people who don't like me. And I'm very happy with that. I'm very happy with that. But that's okay. People are not going to like you, and it's okay. Thank you so much, Mo. We sure appreciate that. Thank you so much, Mo, because you, you're better in Chocolate Drops Life. Yes, Mo. <laughs> Here's what you got. Last time I checked, opinions don't pay bills. Speak that. Thank you so much, sir. I appreciate that. Listen, everybody, again, tune in this week, Wednesday, Happy Hour with Hendrix. On Thursday, it's Stupid is Rebels Boy Q. Then on next, that next, that following week, I'm going to make sure I remember most, so I'm going to set an alarm. Also, join us for the Lupus Walk this this next Saturday as well, June the 11th from, I believe it's 8 to 10. And so I'm going to be out there by 7.15, 7.30, so I can make sure I'm all set and making sure I can find Reggie and making sure that we get ready to go and we can walk and we can get things together so we can encourage others and all this kind of stuff. I think Reggie's only doing a mile and a half this time. So we're going to do a mile and a half, then we're going to cut on back up, you know, and um, <laughs> in the walk that way. <laughs> Reggie, Q is going to do a half a mile, going to talk about his ankle, and then going to get upset. He ain't going to be there. I can walk like eight miles a day. 
like if I want to. I could probably jog two, two and a half. But I can we walk. Talk, about we have to hear about the ankle. We have to hear about the ankle. But have a wonderful day, y'all. So, so yeah, you guys have a wonderful day. Thank you so much for watching again. We appreciate all that good shit while I get this video up. Uh, Mo, thank you again for a great and a wonderful school year. Um, we really do appreciate that. I'm glad that everything was safe and, and okay at your school. And you guys, it's summertime. Be careful. It's going to get up to 88 degrees here in the city. Get out and enjoy that weather. We'll see y'all in a minute. Peace. Yeah, yeah.